Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, it's Wednesday. It's good to, good to see you this morning. I hope you had good a good morning. Good week. Um, my uh, grandson, Joshua, uh, is uh, they're staying at our house because they're getting ready to uh, move to Dallas um, mm-hmm. with uh, Peter's new job with Lockheed Martin. Uh, and, um, so Joshua, who's 17 now, uh, is finishing up, uh, flight school, uh, as, as, as a, as a pilot. Uh, so he's Mm -hmm. been doing it, he's been doing it all year and, you know, flying and, uh, et cetera. So today, um, his car was in the shop, so he needed a car. So I gave him my car. So he dropped me off. (laughs) this morning uh, at the studio and then what he's doing is he's heading to the airport uh, and he's gonna he's gonna they say today is just uh, fly day so he's gonna fly around uh, Denver for two hours oh good uh, for him and try things out yesterday now is this solo he's is he flying solo he yet do, or he not does, quite he does there solo. no he okay. does solo um, okay. yesterday he was uh, having to do uh, landings and takeoffs mm. uh, so he said by about the third or fourth landing, he said, I finally figured out how to land. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I said, that's good. good you know, for good, him. Good. You got to learn that. You got to learn that, you know. And uh, So like they practice. Uh, and again, it's just skill. And, uh, you know, right. they can read the instruments, but it's that feel yeah. when you come down and land, he said, is, wow. is uh, you got to get, get that feel. He said, I finally got it. You know, and now I know how to. <laughs> I know how to land. So. Good for him. Is this something he wants to do career-wise, or this is a fun hobby for him? Um, he's, any thoughts he, on that? He's considering it as a career. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, uh, is maybe uh, thinking of of the uh, Air Force, oh, good uh, for like him. your husband, okay. husband Dan, and he yeah. would like to, he would like to possibly be a jet pilot, uh, and then um, he's going to probably study uh, aeronautical engineering. Oh, good choice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, by the time he gets up there, he could be a candidate actually as an astronaut. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, for him, he, he's got that uh, skill, personality. Right. That you got you to gotta know all that detail uh, yeah. and really pay attention to that detail. Yeah. You know, for me, I'd never make it because it's like, yeah, you know, let's just go and see how it goes, you know. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. We've got a couple of really good friends. Um, remind me, you know, we should we should connect him with a couple of Dan's best friends from the academy yep. that were F sixteen fighter pilots yeah. and went to the you know the top Air Force, you're NATO, the top Air Force training school for pilots yeah. and really sharp guys. One of them was an aeronautical engineer uh, oh, major, good. but they could really give him some insight into things there. I think yep. he'd enjoy, and they're great guys. He'd enjoy talking to them. Yeah, yeah, and he's. Uh... Uh, he's always been that way ever since a little uh, kid. Um, he he got into uh, model uh, trains, mm-hmm. um, and so Linda and I, and Linda particularly, um, you know, we we bought him this great, uh, beautiful set with a huge board uh, to put everything on. You know, with mm-hmm. the houses and the stations oh, and towers and uh, bridges and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joshua. Uh, you know, he's age five, six years old. Um, he would go down to the to the train room, and he would just work at getting everything organized, structured, get everything perfect. Mm-hmm. So you could see that yeah, this kid's got an engineering type thought because it wasn't <laughs> just turn the train on and run it. Right. He would he would make sure that it got all together and everything was in its right place and. Uh, how it how it could function. So he he would be down there for maybe an hour or so, just getting ready. <laughs> oh, that's great! That's <laughs> and then great. and then and then he'd finally run them, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. and so we we noticed it right away. It was like, yeah, that kid that kid's got an engineering mind, you know. And uh, that's awesome. Uh, and he he likes doing that stuff. So 
uh, he's having the time of his life. So we, he dropped me off, and I prayed for him today that uh, he would just have a great day and a safe day. Uh, yeah, good weather today for good, it too. Good weather, yeah. He's good. he's a uh, he's not an instrument rated. So uh, when you're not instrument rated, uh, you can only fly during the day. Okay. Um, and you really have to identify uh, the weather. If there's any big deep thunderstorms or mm -hmm. it's windy, um, they can't fly. Right. Uh, That's good. So he he really has building. to be has yeah. to be safe. So. Uh, it's quite fun, um, and uh, it'll be fun. He'll be a guest, uh, hopefully, in the next several weeks. Uh, we'll get him and his brother Aiden on as a guest. But, the, you know, we talk about abiding, being led by the Holy Spirit. Um, they are they are two kids that have learned that. Um, mm -hmm. They understand what it means to abide. They, they're great journalers. Mm -hmm. uh, they great share what God speaks to them. Um, they understand truth and a heart to go to truth, and they're neither one of them are afraid to uh, to stand up for truth. And they've learned how to I do that, that, do that in a healthy way, which is mm -hmm. what you know. The the other part of it is, okay, it's great that you stand up for truth, but you know, do you do you go to, into an attack mode or into right. uh, uh, judgment, or right. are you just going to be used by the Holy Spirit as as truly a sheepdog and just give the truth and you yeah. don't care, you don't care about the outcome and so and they truly being an ambassador and representing god's yeah, heart for they've people. learned that yeah uh, so a good. couple a couple of cool stories about joshua particularly about the the life of the holy spirit um he was um i think he was probably 10 years old mm -hmm. um and um they get they he was in a christian school Mm -hmm. uh, and they have once a week uh, chapel where everybody in the school has to go. So there's like 500 kids, five, 600 kids. Um, and he was attending and uh, they have guest speakers come in. Mm -hmm. um, and this one guest speaker, you know, was making, you know, some speech and comments. And he basically made a statement uh, that, um, you know, nobody can hear from God. Oh, wow. Um at a Christian that, school, a speaker at a, at a Christian school, he said, you know, mm -hmm. I just want you to understand, you know, the Bible is written, you know, you got to study the Bible, but nobody, nobody can hear from God. Well, mm -hmm. Joshua knows how to hear from God. Um, so, <laughs> so he stands up and he says, sir, I, I, I respectfully disagree with you that you say you can't hear from God. I'm telling you that we believers are are supposed to be hearing from God. Oh, good for him! Um, and he said, "Well, I'm sorry, but that's not so." And he said, "Yes, it is." And um, he says to the guy, <laughs> "He says, go to John chapter ten, verses three to five, <laughs> and verse uh, twenty-seven. Go ahead and read it for everybody." And the guy reads it. He says, "Was and this is Joshua, ten-year-old, saying <laughs> to this guy, you know, I love what, it. what does it say? Uh, my sheep hear my voice.'" He said, now you tell me how that's not true. Good for him. And wow. He, well, yeah, but, you know, and he, yeah, but, mm -hmm. but Joshua says, you know, um, I hear from God. And uh, the truth is that we as sheep are called to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. And that means he's speaking. And that means we got to hear what he has to say. Um, and mm -hmm. he got into this, you know, he, and he didn't do it, you know, with uh, difficulty. Uh, but, um, made his point uh, and, and mm -hmm. what 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 struck me when he came home and shared it was um you know what fortitude right. he's, he's got to say wait a second this is false and i, I need to at least speak the truth out and let mm -hmm. let everybody decide what they're going to do because they've all heard that you can't do it right uh, and he said that's not so uh another cool story this is just recent actually um he's 17 and um i get a text uh, and he says, um, "I'm sitting with a, I'm sitting with a Jewish rabbi." Linda told me this uh, story. I love it. <laughs> uh, and um, um, I believe God wants me to share with him the gospel. Mm -hmm. uh, what do I do? Uh, so I text him back and I said, "Well, uh, get him into the Word. Ask him if he believes the Old Testament is true. 
and just give him Old Testament verses because he does, right now he doesn't believe in anything New Testament. So right, you so can't, there's no reason you can't to refer that. to it. Right. So you know, he give these verses. There's specific verses that refer specifically to Christ, and just have him read them out loud. Mm-hmm. Ask him what it says, uh, and then you'll know what to do from there. Uh, okay, so uh, he does, and he comes home and he tells me he said that was remarkable. <laughs> what happened uh, is that um, I asked the guy, "Do you believe in the Old Testament?" Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I do. He said, okay, uh, would you read these verses? You know, and they're, they're beautiful, clear verses about Jesus. Right. Uh, uh, it's not fuzzy. It's not even fuzzy. So he reads them. The, the rabbi reads them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, uh, oh, we skipped these verses. Interesting. Um, and Joshua says, what do you mean you skip these verses? He said, yeah, we have a year uh, liturgy that goes through all the Old Testament. Uh, when we come to these verses, we skip them. Uh, we, we're not allowed to, you know, to really process oh. those as a, as a community. So Joshua says, well, um, I thought you said you believe the whole Old Testament is true. The guy says, I do. He says, well, then do you have the right to skip verses? Wow. Um, and the guy says, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Uh, I think I need to spend more time and go ahead and process these. You know, if it's there, it really is so. So maybe I should process these further. Um, wow. And Joshua says, yeah, I think you should. And, uh, and they've, re- they've arranged for a second time to get together after this, guy, this rabbi has um, processed them. And so we came home. We talked about it, you know, and... Um, we talked about, okay, talk about the process. What did, what did the Holy Spirit do? How did he work? And mm-hmm. uh, he saw that, he said, first of all, I recognized that um, I was, in, and we use the word sheepdog in our family. So he said, I, I'm just a sheepdog. And I was just being used as God's messenger of truth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to take on the burden of whether he accepted it or not. Right. Good uh, for him. Yep. Boy, to learn that lesson yep. that young. Yep, you got it. So your job thing. isn't to persuade the guy. Your job isn't to uh, convince him or debate or argue mm-hmm. with him. It's just you're just speaking the truth. And he said, the interesting, the other thing I saw, and he said, I really got this, uh, and I'm going to really adopt this more and more and more, is uh, the word speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all I got to do, I don't have to tell him anything. Let's just go see. If he has a heart to go, let's go see what mm-hmm. the word has to say. And it speaks for itself. And now he's called to have to deal with that truth. Right. Now he can reject it. Um, if that's, but that's between uh, him and God. If, that, if that's what he wants yeah. to do. But uh, he doesn't take down that burden. So, yep, you got mm-hmm. it. So, you know, did you enjoy it? Yep. You understand you don't have any burden to that? Yep. Uh, uh, and so he really... Uh, saw that the the spirit responded through him, as he even this guy was responding of like we skipped these verses, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit gave him okay well then therefore what about this, and he okay. recognized that it wasn't necessarily something that he would have thought of but the Holy Spirit gave it to him to give you know so uh, as I love we, it as as we talk about uh, you and I have been talking about uh, the role of the Holy Spirit in guiding into all truth. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, we keep expanding our understanding of that. Uh, right. That uh, everything I'm involved in, God will guide me into all the truth about that. Mm-hmm. If I have a heart to let him lead me, speak, and me respond to it, that um, uh, it wasn't just, yeah, I did a good job witnessing. Mm-hmm. It was... Jesus and Joshua, you know, understood this and said this. He said, I got led into truth. Right. I understood some things that were special for me mm. as God's leading me into truth and wanting to express the truth uh, and invite now this guy to him, him to be led into truth if he has a heart to go, you know. And so uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing as we start to expand Mm-hmm. that understanding of it. Because uh, we tend to focus on, you know, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Tell me what to do. Uh, he said, well, that's that's part of it, but it's out of the context of me leading you to truth and mm-hmm. you joining me in my work, God speaking. 
Right. Um, and then I'll give you instruction. Yeah, there'll be steps of obedience. Yes, there'll be things for you to, to be responding to. But, you know, c- come and enjoy and, and appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, the truth. And you and I have talked about, like you were sharing about your trip uh, down to Florida, uh, that um, it's this inter inner sensibility of what the Spirit is doing because I'm getting used to His voice. And you and right. you even said, you know, we should talk about that today of how do we know the difference between God's voice, the stranger voice, the enemy voice, mm-hmm. uh, and my voice, my own voice. Um, right. Yeah, that's a common question I get from people. Um, and, it, and so uh, it starts with, uh, this is where the Word of God mm-hmm. uh, is such a beautiful place to begin to learn that voice. Uh, mm-hmm. Because he said, my voice is already s- expressed uh, in what's called logos or written word right. or, or the Word of God. Um, so that as you start to spend time with logos... Uh, you're first of all, you'll start to understand, you know, my heart, God speaking, mm-hmm. my my perspective, my truth, the way that I uh, deliver truth. Uh, you'll right. you'll start to to get a flavor for that. Um, and then what he says, what I'll do is take that logos and make it Rama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rama is me now speaking that to you personally with a, because of, of what we said, is now I'm paying attention. Right. Well, now I have questions. Now I have, hey, how does that work? Um, mm-hmm. uh, it goes beyond now the logos, which, okay, let me speak that to you. But now you go deeper into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how, give me the power to believe this. Give me the power to live it out. Hey, I, I, don't, I don't understand, like we had the question uh, last time about, uh, how can God both uh, forget our sin and yet say I, I, I could be at enmity with him? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Well, that's how what abiding looks like is right. um, I need to know the answer. And now the Spirit will start to reveal, talk to, um, and give you insight about that. Um, and the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is that um, it doesn't drift into a system. Mm-hmm. So that, well, I always hear this way, or it, it operates this way. Uh, it's no, I can communicate to you, God speaking, in a million different ways. Right. Uh, so that uh, you'll, you, could, you could listen to somebody, you could, you could be talking to somebody, you could be reading a book, you could be watching a movie. Linda got a really cool uh, insight from the Holy Spirit watching a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... Uh, uh, it, it had a comment about uh, joy, uh, which was part of the commercial. And God said, that's for you. Right. Uh, this is a truth for you to pr- process. Um, and it comes in a different, uh, million different ways. Uh, I had a, um, I was teaching a big group, probably like 60, 70, 80 people. Uh, we were doing this in, in our Chicago once a month. Uh, after we had left that and come back to Colorado, we, we, we kept up this once a month teaching with this group. Um, and I was sharing, you know, out of the word. And it's, it's the way we typically do it, even in a retreat, is, well, what mm-hmm. does the word have to say and what do you think? Right. And, uh, but I was sharing this one thing, and uh, I made a joke. And Linda, Linda was always with me. And um, I made a joke that kind of poked fun at Linda. Um, and it was funny. And everybody laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, and a guy stands up at the back. Um, and this guy, his name is Joe. He's, he's, he's I'm, We're going to have him and his wife on. Uh, by the way, hey, this is cool. This is many, many years later. He gets married. Um, he gets married on the same day that Linda and I got married. Oh, no way. Not, not the literal day because it's different years, but the same, right, right. same day, June 13th. Same anniversary day, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, well, we call ourselves anniversary buds. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so we, we uh, just talked to him uh, uh, last this week because we had our anniversary. Uh, but anyway, he's six foot seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so he stands up and says, hey, Rich, we've heard that before. 
Uh, and he, he made a joke, and everybody laughed at that. Um, and so while, when he said that, the Holy Spirit is saying to me, do you understand what he just said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're poking fun at your wife, and you've done it before. And quite frankly, it's funny, but it's not right. Wow. <laughs> um, and I want to deal with this with you. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, after this session, I'm going to go deal with this with you. Yeah. And so, and I love that it wasn't even Joe correcting you. He was making a funny statement, but the he, Holy Spirit used that to just to prick your heart. Yeah. See, off he, uh, he. I actually, I actually touch. talked to him. I talked to him. I didn't even talk to him that day, but I talked to him yeah. later. And from his perspective, see, he he did, didn't it didn't mean anything to him. Right. It was right. just, hey, I'm just making a funny comment, and he's a funny guy. Uh, so he made a funny comment, and he was making a joke that he per se had no idea that the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit was saying, "Hey, Rich, do you understand what he just said?" And you're you're poking fun at your wife that you think is funny, but it's not right. And I want to right. deal. I want to deal with that with you. Okay, sorry, I got it. All right, and um, and see the way he functions, the way the Holy Spirit functions is, um, I'll be getting you my my truth, my insight mm-hmm. from all kinds of different mm-hmm. sources. Um, and you just pay attention when, and, the, and, and it's hard to describe this to somebody that's learning it, but it's called an unction or a mm-hmm. uh, quickening of the spirit that it's, and see, it's different than the norm. Right. So that, you know, Joe could, Joe could have stood up, said something, okay, great, funny, um, and we moved on, um, mm-hmm. and there was nothing. Okay, um, I wouldn't have thought anything about it. Uh, right. But at that moment, what happens is this unction, this quickening. While I'm literally live listening to it, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, it's it's this change in my in my soul in my spirit that mm-hmm. says, "Hey, this is for you." Um, well, okay. I said, okay. Um, and what he just said, you listen to what he just said. Yes. Now I'm talking to the spirit while I'm listening to him talk. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, well, yeah, you, you poke fun at your wife and you, everybody thinks it's funny, including you, Mm -hmm. but it's not right. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to deal with this? Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so right then and there, it's, yep, I got it, understand. Um, because it's this unusual thing that happens inside of us. And now you start, and the question is, well, how do you know God's voice? Uh, it's you start to trust it. Right. Uh, because you see, uh, and he'll, tra- he'll train us. Uh, mm-hmm. So like, for example, um, uh, when I was, particularly when I was learning this, um, he wants to give us discernment. He wants to give us mm-hmm. truth. I could be talking to somebody in it. I could be in a um, situation, a group even, um, and God can say, I'm going to tell you something true about that person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got it. I received it. Uh, now, again, I'm asking, is this me? Uh, right. Is this the enemy? You know, um, am I dreaming this up? You know, and. Uh, and I, I get this interesting uh, truth. Uh, and this, by the way, is going to happen, or you're going to see this occur. Um, and so then a week later, it proves to be true. Um, mm-hmm. And God said, do you see? And that grows your trust in his voice, yeah, too. Yeah. He, knows, he knows what he needs to do to help you learn to trust him, right. too, with, with so, what you're hearing. So that you, he says, you heard me, mm-hmm. and it, it was true. You heard me, and it was true. And then you begin, okay, now I see what the voice of the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is. is this, it's this inner communication right. that comes to us uh, as he speaks. And I, I begin to realize, and part, and part of the way that I know that it's God, uh, which I've learned particularly, is that it does not contradict the Word of God. Right. And that's a very important thing because you will hear people say, well, you know, 
I, God told me to X, Y, Z, if it does not, you know, if they said, God told me to go cheat on my wife, yeah. and <laughs> that family is better. There is nothing that that aligns within his word. Therefore, there is no way that that is his voice. He's always consistent in his character and yeah. his word and his truth. Yeah. Right. And so, so that, that you, is, that is one of the plumb lines. It's one of the, plum, an the easy, one of the an easy disqualifier is, you know, is what I'm hearing, you know, lining up with God, uh, or lining mm-hmm. up with the truth of the scripture. Uh, remember the and the nature of the enemy is kill, steal, and destroy. Right. So uh, it's uh, and you, and you can read this in uh, in James chapter uh, one. Actually, we could go and let's read that. Um, uh, go to uh, James chapter one. Um, and um, I got read it. verses. Um, uh, James one. Let me pick, get this here. I uh, believe it's verse 12. Yeah, um, start with verse 12 um, and just go to uh, 17. Okay. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, but he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Yeah, uh, or shadow of turning. He's saying that... Um... The, he ends it with, by the way, everybody is available for me to give them good gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't think it's, you know, uh, uh, you're lucky if you get it. No, you're, everyone's desired. But he says, um, the enemy, uh, he said he appeals to your self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, don't you want to? Uh, don't you want to? Uh, you know, uh, fight this. Don't you want to, you know, go take care of this yourself? Um, don't you want to watch that pornography? Don't you want to? Don't you want to? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's temptation that is is anything that leads us away from, and we described it last time, the peace. Right. Uh, this sense of confirmation of um, I'm getting a yes, you know, from God. So that... Um, uh, and then there's one other, uh, thing that we can put together with that actually in James, go to, go to James, James chapter three, James 17. Three. Am I right? <laughs> uh, we'll start with, uh, verse, uh, 13. Okay. Um, and then go to 17. Yeah, this is good. This is a section that, um, that I feel like is a great filter for us to use. Yes. As we really talk about how we understand what is truly from God and what is not. There's a lot here that helps us filter that. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above, this is that, that filter, I think, so beautiful. The wisdom from above is pure, is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Yeah. So he said, uh, the wisdom, uh, what you're hearing from the enemy uh, is envy, is... Uh, uh, he says it actually is confusion. Mm-hmm. The word there, disorder, is uh, confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm fuzzy. Uh, I'm trying to take this my, you know, on myself. Uh, it's sensual. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's earthly, uh, and it uh, it is leading me away from what God says. Uh, my wisdom is pure, peaceable. Uh, full of mercy. And the word mercy, there's the equivalent of covenant loyalty. I'm loyal to the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. Good fruits. Uh, and you'll you'll have shalom. Uh, mm-hmm. So that as you start to 
walk in this. Uh, I have a heart to hear from God. It doesn't take long to understand I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing God's voice, mm-hmm. which is pure, peaceable, shalom. Uh, I'm getting confirmation. You're, I'm getting the uh, approval. I'm getting the mm-hmm. I love you. Uh, yep, you're on the right track. Uh, or um, I'm, I'm starting to listen to the enemy voice, which is mm-hmm. confusion, envy, take care of it yourself. Don't put up with this. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you want, and you go ahead and fight for it and all the things that are opposite of God. Okay. Right. Now, now again, where, where do you learn that? Uh, well, you learn it as you walk with God. Uh, right. so that for example, you could say, um, I struggle with anger. Uh, mm-hmm. I struggle with fear. I struggle with an addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle with, uh, uh, taking things into my own hands. Um, and, and so God says, yeah, are you ready now for me to heal that? Mm-hmm. Um, and you would, if you have a heart to go, you'd say, yes, I have a heart to go. Well, okay. Where do you do? You get into the logos. Right. Uh, let's go, let's go process this. I have unforgiveness. Well, I got to go learn forgiveness. If I, if I have fear, I got to go learn trust. Um, okay. Start to get into the word. And now what happens is you are exposed to the nature, like you said, the nature of God. Right. Um, and then I start to hear his voice about that of, mm-hmm. of here, let me process with you why you go opposite of that. And let me show you the truth of that. Let me show you how mm-hmm. I'm going to work in you. And you start to hear his voice. And then pretty soon, see, you know, when a thought comes in mm-hmm. um, that uh, you want to you wanna do something opposite of that. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit, see, in what you described it, uh, again, well, is as a checking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, be careful here. Uh, nope, don't say that. Uh, don't go down that path. Right. Um, are you in forgiveness? Um, <laughs> uh, I had a, uh, a situation where um, uh, there was a person that, you know, uh, we had gotten into this situation where he, uh, he invited me to help him do something. He you know, didn't like my answer and got mad at me, uh, and, uh, wrote me a letter saying, you know, I was, I was really, you know, infidel, all these things that were mm-hmm. just against me. Um, and I got mad, uh, cause I, I was just helping the guy. And mm-hmm. all I said was, I can't confirm that what God is saying to you is, is so you ought to go further. That's all I said. And he got mad because it didn't. It, and, and what Dave didn't Dunkel line up with what he wanted to hear. Uh, and we're we're going to have uh, Dave, Dave and Melissa Dunkel tomorrow as a guest. But one of Dave, Dave's comments that he makes is people shop for a yes, mm-hmm. um, and they try to find Christians that well. You do you agree with me? Okay, great. Then I'm gonna I, I got my yes, right. and that's what right. he was. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't interested in God's will. He was interested in a yes. Well, he got he wrote me this awful letter, and and then um, so I. Um, and I, I teach forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So I'm writing, I'm writing a letter. I'm writing a letter back to him. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm writing this letter back to him. You know, and how dare you? You know, and, and I'm doing this. And, God, and I hear God's voice. Mm. And he says, what are you doing? I'm setting, I'm setting it straight. And he I'm said. taking justice into my own I'm take, hands. I'm taking justice <laughs> and I'm setting it straight. And he says to me, which I've learned. And I teach, mm-hmm. have you gone to forgiveness? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, he said, okay, stop writing and you need to go to forgiveness first. Okay, mm. okay, I got it. Now, um, now, the reason I know that and the reason I can hear that is guess what? I spent time in forgiveness. Right. Uh, right. And so I learned it. I learned what the truth was. I learned what the Holy Spirit uh, right. did, knowing even even including this situation, which I've learned about forgiveness is I don't go and say, yeah, sure, I'll forgive because that's in the head. Right. It's um, I've got to get uh, to the place of uh, receiving God's forgiveness and then being able to forgive this person on the same basis that I've been forgiven. Right. You know, be angry and sin not. And then the second piece of it was now that I'm, I'm back to forgiveness, which I heard the spirit mm-hmm. say, 
are you there? Right. No. Okay. Well, then, son, you got to spend some time there before you be. Yeah. Don't do anything more until you do spend some time there. So, it's it's a growing thing that as you spend more time in the Word, uh, and learn this, mm-hmm. um, you now absolutely know God's voice. Yeah. Uh, and it's you funny. and you you're trust it. You're describing. You're describing um, one of my favorite quotes that I've heard before. Heard it explained as spending time in God's Word gives Him vocabulary to speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like that's so true. Just the more you spend time in his word, the more you know his character, the more you recognize his voice. Just like when we're spending time with a friend. You know, I was just down south with with three of my best friends from high school. And the longer I was with them, the more southern I sounded. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we all grew up in Memphis, thick y'all, southern accents. I've been away y- for years. Oh, it was y'all and fixin' and New Orleans and I mean, every bit of it, every word that was one syllable had three by the time I left. And I'd get on the phone and Dan would laugh at me. It's like, you're sounding just like them. And and that's what happens with God, though. When we spend time with God, we become to sound and look and feel more like him because we are his ambassador and we carry his words. We recognize his voice and, and we mirror it. That's yeah. how he's designed us. So. Right, right. And again, it's just... It's just intimacy, and the more intimacy, it becomes clearer and clearer and clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even says in, in uh, John you know, chapter uh, 10, verses 3 to 5, he says, As you're hearing my voice, um, you will not follow a stranger. Right. Because you'll know, well, I'm not following mm-hmm. you. You're not, you're not the shepherd. Um, I'm going right. to follow, follow the shepherd. Uh, and what, and what, one thing that, that I do try to help people with, um, which I learned early, uh, was because the Holy Spirit's within you and all you said is, I have a heart to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you start hearing stuff. Right. Um, now you're, you're wondering, is that me? Is that the enemy? Is that God? Um, and, and what I do is I say this, and I, I learned this early. Uh, basically trust that you're hearing from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the burden is on him, not you. So that um, what I did is I said, I'm assuming I'm hearing from God and I'm moving forward based upon what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it's not right, which, I, which I've experienced, eh, right. you don't quite have this right. Um, if it's not right, he, he intervenes. Right. Uh, because remember, we're the life of a toddler. So when you think of the life of a toddler, uh, if you've got a toddler who you give instruction to and you're speaking to and they say, yeah, sure, yeah, I got it. But they go and do something the opposite uh, mm-hmm. or they eh, they think they got it, but they don't quite have it. Well, the burden is really on the parent. Uh, mm-hmm. And you say, you know what? I observe that they're not getting it. So I'm right. going to have to intervene here and, and show them some more, uh, educate mm-hmm. them some more, shift them some more. Um, and that's what I understand the beauty of God is. He said, let me, let me handle it. Um, I'll correct you. Now, let's talk about specifically what happens. And you, and you mentioned it, and maybe we could talk a little bit more about this. Uh, it becomes this lack of peace. Mm-hmm. It becomes an unsettling. It becomes a, a little bit of a, a what we call a checking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what you thought you heard, the way you thought it was supposed to go, eh, it's not quite that. Um, right. And I'm checking you in your spirit to say uh, you're losing that sense of, of confirmation of peace. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm troubling you. I'm making you sense something's not right, or right. you're on the you're on the wrong track, um, and or wait, like you said, timing. Uh, no, you need to wait. Uh, and you start. What happens is because then it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, "Do you see what I did? Mm-hmm. Uh, I corrected you. I I had you wait. Um, I checked you." Uh, you did pay attention. You weren't sure about it, but that was me. Right. Um, and by the way, when I don't do that, I'm saying you you have it. You are hearing mm-hmm. me correctly. And so what I said uh, to people is get in the beautiful flow of enjoying it. And mm-hmm. if, you, if, you're, if you're in a sense over concerned, 
Am I getting it right? 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 Interesting enough, you're not going to hear his voice uh, because it's all about you and trying to be perfect. And he and he's trying to say, well, why don't you just relax? I'll guide you and and show right. you and you'll and enjoy you'll, this and, journey. And you'll start to realize it. And by the way, I'll speak to you in a million different ways. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, maybe as you can help express that, um, what does that checking feel like? What does that uh, sense of lack of peace. What does that look like that we could try to describe for everybody? Because it's it's something that people say, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's real because we do. Uh, and, right. and as you as you have a heart to, it'll be real for you. But what what does that feel right. like? What is yeah, that? Yeah, and like? I the heart to I think is a huge part of that because even when we're you know you mentioned uh, you know as we're trusting what we're hearing, um, part of the reason he's so easily can correct us and re-navigate us if we're starting to to get off kilter is because our heart is surrendered there and so we want we want to be hearing him correctly so he wants to communicate to us and yeah. so that that's an important part that posture of the heart but also just um you know that that checking of the spirit i think a lot of times we talked about yesterday um is sometimes a lack of peace um, sometimes it's a little, just a little red flag that goes up and you're like, oh, I'm not sure that I really feel like I'm supposed to do this yet. Or, um, oh, that, does that really reflect him? I'm going to wait for just a second. And he's not sitting there scolding you. He's, he's like, yeah, just ask me. I've, I've got the answer for you. Come back. When you kind of feel that little bit of doubt creeping in, the easiest thing to do is come back and say, you know, did you really say, am I supposed to? And then let him tell you yes or no. Yeah. Um, but it's just, uh, okay, time to check in again. Just just check in again, and I'll let you know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and again, this, this is an impression uh, that comes upon you, um, and it's it's a change, see, in your own sensibility of, of the peace and the joy and where you are, and that there's a change in that. And that, right. and that confidence, because usually when he's spoken something, you know, if you're really listening, coming with, you know, acting on that, there comes a, a real sense of peace and confidence to do it. So if you feel that confidence pull back, that's also something that peace pull back, that confidence pull back, check your spirit with that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, he's going to teach you that um, through experience. So, right. uh, you know, again, as we're, as we were learning this, uh, my wife and I would, uh, uh, we actually were with our family. Um, and we went into a restaurant, um, and several, uh, in the family, uh, had a sense of, um, I've lost my peace. I don't feel good. Something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and they say, you know, I, I think, I think that we're supposed to pay attention to something here. Um, and mm -hmm. again, we're all learning this and, and it was just a change. That they yeah. had like wait just a, a little yeah, sense just, that something's a yeah, little off something's yeah off. um and of course you know it's like well we're here already uh let's just go ahead and eat and uh well we eat and two of the two of the uh family got food poisoning oh no um and so afterwards we processed that and and we went back to okay what what was that sense you know, what caused that sense? Mm -hmm. What were we sensing there? Um, and what were you, what was happening in your spirit that you sense that? Uh, well, it was true. God was trying to, like you say, ask us, well, Father, do you want mm -hmm. us to, you know, go somewhere else? Uh, maybe we're supposed to not order this certain stuff. You know, and had we asked, he would have said, yeah, you need to go somewhere yeah. else uh, today. Uh, okay. Uh, why? Well, because I was... I was giving you my indicator mm -hmm. and you saw the result of it. Um, and of course people say, well, why didn't God prevent you from eating there? Uh, and it's like, well, the voice of the spirit is by imitation. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, are you going to let me guide you and lead you? But if, if I'm guiding and leading you, you are a follower of that. Right. And I've got to teach you that. As opposed to, well, just everything that happens uh, is God's will. So I'll just let you make sure everything mm -hmm. happens. Uh, if I'm not supposed to, then prevent me from doing it. He says, well, I'm going to speak to you. And I'm going to invite you to follow me. And, and I may have instruction for you about turn right, turn left. You read, you read the verse in Isaiah 30. Mm -hmm. 
uh, uh, stop, don't do this, move this way. Um, I got to teach you that. And the way mm-hmm. I teach you that is if you ignore it, you, you understood it, but you ignored it. Well, you, there's a consequence to that. Next time right. you say, yeah, I think I'll pay attention to that. You know, So uh, Linda and I, when we started to realize that, we've gone into restaurants uh, now. We've actually sat down. Uh, been seated, and we have this uncomfortableness come on us. Like, mm-hmm. you need to get up and leave. <laughs> uh, and we and you listen, and right? we've <laughs> learned. Like, okay, uh, I'm going. You know, we're going to go uh, uh, because uh, we. You start to pay attention to how he uh, invites you, impresses upon you, gives you peace, takes away the peace, checks you, um, and particularly and when we when we come to unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that as Linda and I are processing things, see, Linda can have this sense of, and by the way, uh, so far, I'm saying it's a go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Linda will get this sense of, eh, something's not right. Um, and this is where you begin to, to uh, understand the beauty of the spirit because it's like, well, if it's not right, then isn't he going to immediately do that mm-hmm. for me. He says, well, I use the body. Uh, so I'm using Linda in this case to say there's something that right, pay attention. Um, and because I respect the body, uh, other people, my wife, uh, people that can say, yeah, you know what? I have an uncomfortableness about this. See, I always stop and just mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm, you show me, I'm willing to process and hear right. what you have to say until we all get the confirmed yes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, then, and he says in Psalm 133, there I command blessing. Yeah. Um, so why would you not want why, that? Why right? would you not? And by the way, enjoy it. And I'm doing a work always to invite you to mm-hmm. follow me. And I'm never going to hammer you with it. And I'm never going to force you to it. And by the way, if you ignore me, you're going to suffer consequences of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and learn how to, you know, follow and hear my voice as you're abiding in me, which begin always centers on logos uh, and where God has me, and then how He carries that forward into uh, decision making. So, you know, it's uh, fun. There's times, there's so many times where, um, you know, God has taught our family even through, I, I say, practicing hearing. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, there's been sweet situations where He's taught us. Okay, this is I want to be really specific with you, and I want you to practice hearing from me. And I think back of um, several years ago, um, I, I, yeah, three or four years ago. Anyway, we had the whole family out, and at, at Christmas time, we we love to. I know you guys too. Just love to be yeah. generous at Christmas. Yeah. That's that's part of our heart. And God has um, placed this this passion and compassion on um, our family for the homeless people, especially in Boston. And so a lot of times we will go down and, and take a day trip into Boston around Christmas time and load up blessing bags with you know, wool blankets and gift cards for food and just things that that bless them and you know put a Bible in there, but just go down. And I've always taught the kids you know, when you go, when you interact with anybody, look them in the eye, ask them their name, let them know they are seen and they are loved by God. And so this is something we love to do in the process of learning. Okay. Even in this, God has who he wants us to interact with already chosen for that day. And so we would go down like, okay, we're going to practice listening. So we've all got our, you know, and actually we've got all the boyfriends and girlfriends with us. So we're a crew coming down with a bag on each shoulder and we're going through Boston. Okay. God, do you want us to turn right? Do you want us to turn left? And what do you guys think? I feel like God's leading us this way. Okay, let's go. So we're loaded up to spend our day and go look at the Christmas tree and the lights and all of that. But we're also going to give out these bags as we go. And um, we start off and we're like, we're, the normal places that we go are, are not where anyone is. I think it must have been a colder day. And, um, and so they weren't really out and about. And we're like, okay, we need to stop and pray because we're, we could spend the entire day doing this at this rate because we've got you know 12 bags to give out here. And, uh, and so we stopped and asked God where, you know, where we're supposed to go and immediately felt the unction. You know, Dan actually was the one who spoke. It is like, I really think we're supposed to go, you know, up this street to this church. Mm. And, um, 
And, um, and we're like, okay, how does everybody else think? Are you feeling the same thing? Cause again, we're wanting to even teach the kids, you know, how to listen and okay, we're all in agreement. I think that's where we're supposed to go. We turn the corner and the exact number of bags we had were the number of homeless people sitting on the streets on that porch of this, um, of this church spread out in a way that we were able to each sit and talk with each one of them individually and give them a bag and bless them for Christmas. Wow. Oh. And and just like that. And then we had eight hours left in the day to go play and enjoy the city ourselves <laughs> because we were done with, with what he had told us to go yeah. down and do to bless them. And then he was like, now I'm just going to bless you. Go have fun. Yeah. 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 You know? And again, that's even, but it was practicing. It was intentionality yeah, too. Intentionality and, and receiving that, Hey, by the way, uh, you served what I had to tell you. Now mm -hmm. I want to do something new actually with you yeah. guys and have you enjoy being a family. Right. Uh, and that's, that's, and that's, that's the it. heart of God so that you yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't look at it and say, well, was that the enemy stopping us from what we're supposed to do? And, uh, we're just going to be self-centered now and go be together and see you yeah. as you hear the voice of God, you begin to understand his heart and you don't even think that way. Uh, right. It's that, yeah. He said, yep, well done. Uh, now, now I'm going to have something new for you to enjoy, yeah. go enjoy as a family. So, uh, as we're, you know, uh, 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 reaching our time here, uh, that maybe well, that went quickly. It did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so much fun to talk about, uh, the life of the spirit and we got great, great stories to keep sharing and more people, our guests will come. Um, if you have a question, first of all, uh, put it up on the screen is, um, uh, put it on YouTube comment and send it to us and we'll answer those. If you're listening by podcast, uh, send it to questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com, uh, and then we'll be happy to do it. Uh, tomorrow is guest day, uh, and guest is going to be uh, Dave and uh, Melissa Dunkel, uh, uh, who, who are leaders in Living Waters. A uh, great story of uh, how we came together and, and uh, compadres, and Dave's one of these people in my circle that mm -hmm. is one that I help. Uh, go to unity with and you know what do you have to say and uh, what do you hear God have to say and uh, etc so we have a great joy and he's the CEO of K-Force mm -hmm. which is a, a billion dollar plus company um, and uh, uh, board of chairman of uh, C12 so he and Mike mm -hmm. Shero, uh know each other quite a bit and Mike and I and Dave get together uh, quite often on the phone and process stuff um, and just uh, really understands what it means to uh, walk in the spirit and, and, uh, he'll be able, he and Melissa will be able to talk to us about that tomorrow. So yeah, this, this will be a fun one for everyone. He's got just a beautiful heart and amazing stories of how God speaks and moves in his life. I love it. Yeah, it really is. So, uh, we encourage you to tune in tomorrow and, uh, we look forward to it. And, uh, uh, Kathy will uh, see you tomorrow with Dave and Melissa. Sounds great. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, you too. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.